When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. It's time for a Big Blue Kickoff Live. Nobody can ever tell you that you couldn't do it because you did. On Giants.com. You know what I saw? New York Giant Prime. And the Giants mobile app. 17-14 is the final. One touchdown, we are world champions. Believe it, and it will happen. Part of the Giants Podcast Network. Let's go out there like a bunch of crazy dogs. Have some fun. All right. How you doing, everyone? I'm Ross Salzberg. And once again, welcome to Big Blue Kickoff Live right here on Giants.com and the Giants app. As always with me today, my good buddy, Paulie Dots, Paul Dottino at the controls, Pearson Butler. And as always, the number for you nice people to call in to talk Big Blue business is 201-939-4513. That's 201-939-4513. And Paulie... The big question that everybody wants to know about going into Sunday's uh, game across the pond, who going to play quarterback? Good question. Yeah. I mean, really. Uh, Daniel Jones is in gear, and right. he's out at the practice field. They're inside today. It's a damp, kind of rainy kind of day here in North Jersey. And so Daniel Jones is in gear. He's out there right now. I saw him walk across the practice field without issue. And throw some passes, not do any drop backs or not do any kind of movement in the pocket, but simply standing stationary, tossing the ball with Davis Webb, who was also in gear. And the way that uh, Coach Dable described it, he said that Jones will do some practicing today. He will be limited. And that Tyrod Taylor is in concussion protocol. He can make the trip to London, even if he's in the protocol. Right. So don't misconstrue the fact that, oh, he's on the plane, he's okay. No, no. He could still be in the protocol and not allowed to play, but still go with the team. Right. Well, to, to me, as much as the question is about the quarterbacks, and, and listen, you and I have been around long enough to see a lot of quarterbacks play on gimpy ankles or a gimpy knee or something like that. The however, the big however right here is uh, who is, you know, it's one thing to be um, on a gimpy ankle. It's another thing to be sitting back in a pocket, and it's altogether another thing with not having enough receivers to throw to. If that's the case, then you're kind of setting somebody up to be a sitting duck, which is a dangerous situation. Yeah, you won't have uh, Galladay. Uh, to practicing this week. At least that's what Coach Dable said. Unlikely. He didn't say for sure, but unlikely. Wandale Robinson expected to be limited today, uh, so that could help. Kadarius Toney expected to practice today. Yeah, I, I asked him that. Now, he he's going to be doing some. 
he, I don't think well, Brock, he didn't say limited. Th- he didn't say limited, which so. makes a difference, right? Um, so let's just see. Uh, Leonard Williams is working. He's back working full practice today. Uh, Julian Love will not practice, still in concussion protocol. And I think those are all the players that he addressed. Uh, so yeah, the Giants' injury situation still very cloudy. But you know, here's the thing, Russ. They're practicing today. They're practicing tomorrow. Dinner time, they get on the plane to go to England. So they don't have a lot of time to sort through these things. Coach did say that, you know what, if it really looks like a guy's not going to play, I'd rather leave him home. Right. Now, that may or may not apply to Tyrod Taylor. He's already discussed the parameters involved there. But as far as the rest of the injured players, we need to mention Nick Gates Oh, back how, at practice today. How, you know what? When I saw that, you, you want to talk about feeling a good vibe and a good attitude. I, I mean, to think where this young man was and where he is today. I mean, don't forget, he also had complications from, from the surgeries and everything that, that he had to go through. And now he's back practicing today. And I guess, uh, again, I'm not up on every the, the legalities of every move or every rule, but I think they have something like 21 days they now do. to evaluate Correct. what the deal is if we move forward or we go our separate ways. But oh, they could put him on IR. Yeah, but if and he'll you, be out for the season, then. if if you're ever rooting for somebody to to come back and to make it all the way back, it's Nick Gates. He's Richie Soybert 2.0. Yeah, yeah that's ex- really that's is. exactly what two he is. great guys. Yeah, I mean, great guys, salt of the earth. And the epitome of what an offensive lineman should be. Yeah, I, I don't think, Paul, again, you might know the the rules more, more than me on that. I don't think they would, what is it, um, uh, it put him on injured reserve if they didn't plan on him being part of the future moving forward. Well, it, yeah, I think, I think the only way he goes back to IR is if uh, during the course of these weeks and again it could be a week could be two weeks could be three they're allowed a maximum of three weeks to practice him before they make a roster decision if there's some type of setback if he has pain if he pulls a muscle while he's practicing let's face it russ the guy hasn't played football in a long time now he could go out there and and pull a hamstring today too no you know so ir is an option whereby if something unfortunate happens they could IR him, and it doesn't mean that he's not in their plans down the road for next year. It just means that maybe he can't help them this year. We've well, got to see. Fingers crossed that all, all systems are go. Yeah, well, well, let's talk about the business at hand. The business at hand are the Green Bay Packers. and, and um, <laughs> You're it, not sleeping on this game, are you? It, it, it's kind of uh, monkey business. If it, It's not monkey business. It's serious business. And listen, it's great. Giants finished the first quarter of the season you know, a little less than a quarter because it's now 17 games. But, you know, they go 3-1. and one. That That's all fine and dandy. But playing Green Bay and playing Aaron Rodgers is always a tall order. Uh, listen, we saw what Saquon did last week. We saw what Daniel did last week. But um, as I said to you to open, it's one thing to be on a gimpy ankle. It's another thing to be on a gimpy ankle when you you don't have a top-flight receiving core. And right now the Giants don't have that. We saw that last week. So if Daniel can't, you know, if he can't run, 
Is he a sitting duck back there? That's mm -hmm. what my concern is. And I'm forget my concern. I'm sure that's Dable's concern. I'm sure that's what Shane's concern. How about Daniel's concern? <laughs> you know what? Daniel's concern would be less than Dable and Shane. Daniel is tough as nails. Daniel, he's a competitor. If, if it's up to Daniel Jones, he's playing. But it's not up to Daniel Jones. You, you know, some, it's, it's like with a fighter and, and, and the trainer in the corner. You know, sometimes you got to protect an athlete, a fighter from himself. And Daniel Jones is a fighter. So I, But again, like you said, today's Wednesday. It's nice to see him out there. So we'll see what, uh, what he's got. Russ, two years ago, the Giants had to play the Arizona Cardinals here at MetLife Stadium. And Daniel Jones had an ankle sprain. He talked himself into the game with head coach Joe Judge right before they had to put it in the inactive list. It didn't look like he was going to play. And Jones, being the fiery competitor that he is, talked the coach into letting him play. And he played very, very poorly. He could not move. The Cardinals knew it. They teed off on yeah, him. Yeah, no, it was, and, it was and, ugly. And he didn't throw the ball well, very well either. I think it was something like six sacks or it, something. It was, it was not a good game yeah, at no, all. No. And, and you know what? In retrospect, Joe Judge, I believe, has told you, and I know he's told some other people, I could have sworn I've heard him say it too, he regretted the fact yeah, that no, he let he Daniel did. talk him into the game. Yeah, he did. But again, that's, that's Daniel. So Daniel, of all the people concerned, Daniel, in his own mind and in his heart, He's the least concerned. But I suspect Dable won't make that same mistake, though. No, no I don't think, uh, not at all. I think he, he wants to see what it's like and how he looks out there. And before we open up the phone lines, uh, just a quick read here, Giants fans. Join us on Sunday, October 16th. That will be the Giants and the Ravens as the team celebrates Latino Heritage Month, presented by Ford. Arrive early to take part in several plaza activations including food sampling salsa dancing that's right up your alley uh, paul salsa dancing live music <laughs> and celebrity <laughs> artist dj camillo performing during pre-game warm-ups and select times throughout the game limited tickets are available so visit giants.com slash tickets to secure your seat today again the number of folks for you nice people to call is 939-4513 and what do you say we open up the phone lines right now and speak to our good friend down in cape cod john hello john how you doing today i'm great russ good morning good morning paul listen Hi. before before i talk about the game uh, i'd appreciate it if you would apologize to john schmelk for me and tell him i'm not senile Somehow, yes, I was on yesterday, and somehow I was listening earlier to the pre previous broadcast with you guys, and I thought I was talking to you, and I'm directing comments to Paul. He, he was a good sport about it. All right, well, don't worry. Schmelke won't be uh, insulted. What do you got for us today, John? Um, I, just, I just wanted to say that, that I'll repeat a few things from yesterday. Uh, I think I think going to going to London a year ago would have been like being fed to the wolves against Green Bay, but I think this team is going to be in a lot of games because I don't think there's anybody out there that's out coaching them right now. Uh, and I'm in the Patriots home market, you know, and I'm always been a Belichick fan. He showed how to how to give them everything they could handle with two young running backs and a third-string quarterback. So they're not the unbeatable Packers. And I think I think the 
Dayball will come up with a good game plan. Well, well I, I, forgive me if I don't sound optimistic because you know I am an optimistic guy, but if that game plan does not include uh, one Daniel Jones, I would not be optimistic. Game, yeah, I, game, plan, I game plan or not. I, I understand that, Russ, but, you know, uh, listening to the news and his interviews and everything this week, he may not be as badly banged up on that ankle as everybody thinks he is. We'll have to just wait and see. I'll I'll throw a couple things at you, and let's not even talk about the quarterback for a second. I know it's a huge factor, but put that aside. The Packers' defense is only allowing, what, 24% on third-down conversions. That's, that's number one of the NFL. Okay, third down is a big problem against this defense. And that doesn't matter who the quarterback is. So don't sell the Packers short. They are 3-1. and one. They're not the same Packers of years past. They're having trouble stopping the run. Hello, Saquon. Yes. <laughs> Carry the rock, baby. That's for sure. But, yeah. but they're secondary. They're secondary. Not bad. They got a real good pass rushing duo in Gary and Smith. Okay, don't ignore that. Again, I told you about third down. And on the other side, yeah, Aaron Rodgers does not have the receiving core he had in the past. He's having a very pedestrian season. But he's still Aaron Rodgers. And by the way, Jones is really running the ball well. It's kind of lost because Saquon Barkley is dominating the league these days. But do not sleep on Jones. He is a hell of a running back. And, and he can do things, too, to control the tempo of the game for the Packers. This, by all means, is not, is not a game where you would think the Giants ought to be favored. Yeah, no. I, no, no, no. I'm, I'm not remotely saying that. What I'm saying is, uh, I don't know if you got to see the entire Patriots-Packers game. I'm still going through Bel- the tape. Bel- Belichick stayed a lot out of third and long. And those two running backs hammered the Packers' defense. They're great against the pass. They're not great so far what I've seen against the run. Well, so, this is one of those games where last week, as you recall, after the game, Dable said he wanted to run it 40 times against the Bears. I would not be surprised, Russ, if Brian Dable tells his team once they get over there to London, right. guess what, fellas? Today's game plan, we're going to run it 45 times against the Packers. <laughs> it, it all depends upon what we're talking about. You know, that all depends upon what we're talking about, being the health and welfare of the quarterback. Thanks for the call, John. Let's go now down to Hotlanta and check with uh, our buddy, LaVon. Hello, LaVon. How are we doing today? You're on with Russ and Paulie. Hey, Russ and Paul. I'm doing good. Doing good. Hi. Hi. So, uh, defend, uh, yeah, I defend Daniel Jones, uh, Hello? Yeah, yeah, we're here. We're here. Oh, a little bit of echo. I've um, been defending Daniel Jones a lot, and I still do. Um, I think he's not getting a fair chance with what's around him, especially on the outside. Offensive line needs to gel, and the talent is there. I tell my friends all the time, if you watch the games, the talent is there. I mean, he's got the talent to be uh, a, a type of quarterback who can lead a team to where they want to go. I mean, it, it's obvious to me. And I know he's he's hurt, but I gotta I gotta say that whatever Eli uh, used for 14 years and rubbed on himself to keep himself <laughs> in games, 
Daniel's got to get it. He's got he's got to play. He's That's not Charlie's just, magical Attica, is what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not he's not just you know this is his team. We know it, and he's secure. I mean his his job his job this team. If he wants this team, if he wants to prove something, it's an ankle. If he can go, no, no, he's got to get out there and Levon. I, I, I don't. Were you just listening to what uh, Paul and I were talking about with John? I mean, if anybody is concerned about his welfare, he's the least one concerned. It's the head coach. It's the general manager. It's the ownership. The guy is, is as tough as nails. Paul brought, brought out a very good example of last year what happened against the Cardinals where he talked Joe yeah. Judge into playing. So, I mean, listen, if the guy – Listen, it's frustrating when, when he gets hurt. It's frustrating when any of your players are hurt, especially your key players. But yeah. don't question uh, his toughness, whether he no, wants no, to no. play like, like, well, the way it sounded is you're questioning, no, come on, no. if it's an ankle, you got to get out there. Listen. No, no, if, let, me, let me clarify. Yeah, I'll do this really quick and then I'll get off. I'm not saying he has to prove his toughness. He's tough. I see it. But the reality is I know we're saying, hey, if he's hurt, uh, don't play, if you can't move, sit and duck. That seems like a luxury that can be afforded to somebody who's secure in their position, has nothing to prove. Unfortunately, he does still have much to prove. And if he can go to give us a shot, we need him. And we can beat Green Bay in London. I think we can do it. It's not like we're going to Buffalo mid-December and, and we're out of it. I mean, we're 3-1. and one. Yeah, well, We've been in every game. Paul, go ahead. Well, yeah. let me give you a logical scenario here, okay? If Daniel Jones is gimpy, and I think it's fair to say he's going to be gimpy, he's going to be gimpy right? I mean, there's yeah. no way he's going to be himself. He will be gimpy. Even if he's capable of playing, he will be gimpy. That probably means, in all likelihood, I'm not going to speak for the coaches, but I'm going to think that Dable and Kafka are going to take the running plays out of the playbook because you're not going to want to put him in harm's way, right? So if he plays under these circumstances, he's strictly a pocket passer. Well, that's what Davis Webb is. So why put Daniel Jones in jeopardy if you're just going to pare the playbook down to a pocket passer's mentality? Go ahead. Give Davis Webb the ball. He had a great preseason. He knows the system. He's capable of making all the throws. Why risk Daniel Jones as a pocket passer if you've got a pocket passer who is healthy? Well, the difference, I, I, this, there's a significant, significant difference there. One is a starting quarterback. The other one's a practice team player, whether he had a nice preseason or not. There's well, what significant... you don't know because of the ankle, you don't even know not only if, if Jones has the ability to escape a rush if he's in the pocket, but the other thing, Russ, is you got to plant off the foot. you got to throw. Uh, oh, Paul, How do we know that Davis Webb is not a better thrower today than Daniel Jones is because of the injury? I, I'm not saying that's... He probably I, is. Yeah, but so what? I, I well... Mean, but, but we're talking about a situation. It, it's, it's... Listen, I don't want to sit here and knock... Davis Webb, but there's a reason Davis Webb is not a starting quarterback in the National Football yeah, but League. But a healthy Davis Webb may actually perform at a higher level than an injured oh, Daniel Jones. That does that exactly, but that doesn't necessarily give you a good chance with Davis Webb. 
to beat the Green Bay Packers. I didn't say that. Okay, well, that, that, <laughs> that's the whole thing. I just said I could make a case to play Davis. Well, yeah. We, we, listen, if, if Daniel can't go, that's the case to for Davis Webb to play. But, I mean, Davis Webb, you know, let's not confuse Davis Webb with being Johnny Unitas. Or, no, I'm uh, not doing slinging that. Slinging Sammy Ball I'm or something like that. that. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. All right, let's go to, uh, let's go to, oh, our buddy, Coach Marvin from Delaware. Hey, Coach, you're on with Russ and Paulie. How you doing today? I'm all right, Russ. How you doing, Paul? All right, Coach. Hey, uh, I was just calling the comment of uh, people talking about playing Daniels. And, uh, I, oh, I, I, that stage, guy relies on his legs too much. And we always used to use the theory about the three-legged deer. How fast you think three-legged deer can run? He, he's not going to go too far. Uh, and that's that's where Daniel's at right now. You, you know what, Coach? Do us a favor. Hang up and call back, and we'll get you on next because you're breaking up on us, okay? Hold, hold on a second, Russ. All right, we're holding on. May have a low battery. Can you, can you hear me now? Yes, much sir. Better. Much can better. Can you hear me now? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There you go, Coach. Oh, okay. All right. Well, what I was saying is, Daniel, you can't put him out there. You, you're endangering his career, even if it's not with us or if it's with us. Uh, he's not going to be able to escape anybody if he's got a bad ankle. Well, yeah, I, I would concur if he is the way he looked last, uh, you know, Sunday at the end of the game. However, it is Wednesday, uh, just like we've seen, um, as his predecessor was mentioned, uh, Eli Manning. You know, it, it, he's got time to let's see how he progresses uh, over the next three, four days. There's a chance, but yeah. but if if it's for lack of a better term, half-ass, no, he can't play. I agree with you. You know, just right, remember, the right. Packers have two edge rushers and Kenny Clark Ex- coming up the middle. That's Hello, right. yeah, that's what Coach Marvin is saying. That's where I'm going, Paul. You hit it right on the nose. It's not like we're playing a team that don't have a pass rush. Yeah. These guys are going to be coming. This is going to be – people like, oh, we, this is a game we, we, we should win. Nah, I'm not going to say that. Anybody can beat anybody on any day, but – Going into this game, I'm not looking at us coming out this uh, uh, with an easy win. This is going to be a difficult. We're going to need Green Bay to do a lot of mistakes for us to pull this off. Uh, oh, we have to keep it low scoring. 
and uh, and they've been having their issues offensively too. And I'm just afraid in those cases we may be what they're looking for to wake themselves up. And I hope I'm wrong, but I I just feel like Aaron Rodgers is looking for that right team to wake up his young receivers and get themselves going. If we don't put no pressure, we will see them wake up. Well, so I, I'm not looking at it like this is a game we will win. I, yeah. I, I'm not going to say no, that. No, no, Coach Marvin. I think by any stretch of the imagination, you'd have to favor the Packers in this game. And when you're talking about the secondary, we should probably remind people Aaron Robinson went on injured reserve yeah. because of his knee. So Fabian Moreau oh, is probably going to have to start on one corner opposite of Dory Jackson. And then you also got to worry about Julian Love. Uh, I thought right. it looked good for him, but right now uh, he's not going to practice today. Well, he can't because he's, he's in a protocol. Once you're in protocol, that doesn't Correct. mean he's not. He can't get better. Can't be ready. But when you're in protocol, you just it's wait and see. I understood there was optimism for him this week, but we're going to have to see. You're right until he gets through the five steps. Uh, you know that would probably mean I would think that uh, that uh, uh, Belton would wind up being the starting safety next to uh, McKinney, and then I'm guessing Pinnock or potentially uh, um, uh, Jefferson would have to be the third safety. I just saw Jefferson a little while ago working out in the weight area, fully dressed by himself, you know, before Mm. everybody was getting ready to come outside, so we'll see about that. But listen, it's, uh, you know, the injury thing, It's as you would know, Coach, Football is a very tough sport, and the ability to bounce yes. back. You know, some guys do it easier than others. Uh, if you heard Paul say it before, like we were talking about people of concern, I'm sure he, he, Daniel needs to be protected from himself. If, if, if it was up to Daniel, he'd be out yes. there on one foot. But it's, it, right. you can't leave it up to Daniel because, as Paul brought, pointed out so well, Last year, he talked his way into playing against the Cardinals. Uh, and, and two years ago. Two years ago, and Joe Judge regretted it. And, you know, right. it was it was a lousy game. So, anything else? Right. Any- and, we, and we just saw that. Not the, it's not the same injury, but we just saw that with Tua. you you you, you got to protect them from themselves. Yep. Uh-huh. And, and, and coaches, that is their responsibility, to re- try to protect them as much as they can. It's just like a fight trainer with a boxer. It is no different. Yes. You you got to say, right. okay, uh, we'll fight tomorrow. I'm but throwing the towel. That, that's it. And you know what, Coach Marvin, and you know this being a coach yourself for so many years, all right, the Giants are not favored in this game. All right, so they lose this game. Well, it's one game. It's one loss in a 17-game season. You put Daniel right. Jones out there, and he gets injured further, and he misses another four to five or six weeks. Guess what? You're running the risk yeah. of, of throwing your season into disarray. Well, not only not only of throwing your season into disarray, Paul. Listen, you and I are very fond of him. I think well, you he, ruined his future too. I, I, potentially. I, well, yeah, and and if you ruin his future, then you're talking about the future of the Giants. The Giants are using this year. You know, believe me, I can tell you this right now. They loved his performance last week, and then it was they, great. they pretty much admire what he's done the whole season but this has been the year to let okay let's gauge is he going to be the guy moving forward if he gets hurt then you don't have a gauge and then you're up the creek without a paddle it's part of the problem coaching you know this even right now you know how do you gauge his ability 
if he doesn't have any receivers to throw to. That that's another problem in itself. But right now we're just talking about uh, um, right him right. being healthy it, and it, protecting him from himself. Yes. It, yeah, it's been difficult since he's been drafted because you got to remember we didn't have an offensive line. That's the years with Barkley being hurt. We didn't have a running game. Um, so it's a lot of stuff involved. But sometimes you, when certain quarterbacks can make certain players better um, and, and can they elevate those players into playing uh, a higher level, uh, I don't know if Daniel has that kind of talent. Again, I'm not saying he don't have it, right. but I don't know. No, well, and, and, and that's where they're going to be stuck is, they go have to read it that way. Do they see something special? And, and and that doesn't mean he's gone because you don't even know what this draft is going to look like. Yep. You don't know where you're drafting. You don't know who's going to be available for you to draft. So it's not as easy as people make it. Oh, we get rid of Daniel, we get a new guy. Yep. Where are you going to get him from? No, Coach, is, we got to run. Thank but, you, Coach. I will say this. We are all in agreement. We would love to see Daniel Jones get behind the wheel of a car that has four wheels for a change. Yeah, that would well, be really nice. Well, I mean, listen, uh, for, for long as Daniel's been here, I, I have never seen a situation where it's one injury after another. We saw it for two. We saw it with Schumer, uh, Shermer. We, we, we saw it with Judge. We see it now. I mean, it's one. Look, look. Paul, you mentioned Aaron Robertson's put on on um, IR mm-hmm. with, with, with the, the, knee. the knee. I mean, here's a guy who just comes back from an appendectomy, right. comes into his first game. Now he's I, – I, I've never seen anything like this. It's insanity. It, really. I mean, it's one thing after another. Look at his – last year we were talking about the same thing. There were no receivers. You know, guys – this one – Kadarius went down. Uh, this one was down uh, – uh, Galladay, um, well, Slayton played uh, t- Tony, up all week. S- Slayton, and, and now, you know, we got the same thing. There's one difference, Russ. The Giants are three and yeah, one yeah, instead that, of being losing records. That, they're three and one. But always remember this, and to me, that's what is so impressive to me, Paul, about um, this coaching staff. This coaching staff and the hierarchy, meaning of course Joe Shane, Be- because they're three and one. They're not walking around with the chests out like, okay, we turned this sucker around. We got a made in the shade. They know there's a long road ahead of them, mm-hmm. a long, long road. What do you say we now go to um, – let's go to Pennsylvania and check in with our buddy Joe. Joe, how you doing today? Hey, fine, guys. Uh, I think a big key there to the game is uh, Evan Neal. Is he for sure playing – Neil's a go, as far as we understand. And our and our guard, what's his name, Lewinsky or Lewinsky? Glowinsky. Yeah, yeah. Glowinsky is a go, as far as we understand as well. Right. Well, I I I I'd like to see us like it, it, having some good pass protection besides being able to run the ball. That would be a key for me, you know, because I think in that Dallas game, if if uh, Neil there was. A little bit better pass protection. They had some times they would hit some big plays. So uh, I'm just hoping because he improved from last game. You know, I th- think that's more of a key there to give our receivers uh, well, a chance there too. If you want to be able to make some plays, um, Amos, the former Bears safety, who was the starting safety for the Packers, left the game last week against the Patriots with a concussion. I have not seen any updates on him, but I'm sure he's in the protocol too. 
Now, he's a veteran, right. very wily and experienced veteran. Uh, you know, he's a box safety, plays usually as the strong, and he, and he supports against the run. They're already having trouble defending the run. And now if he's not in the game, that to me says even more. If you're the Giants, you want to grind down their defense. So I won't necessarily say that Amos gives them more big play opportunities in the pass game, but I think it just opens up the run even more. Hey, Paul, could, could you explain, is it real hard there, that, that five-step protocol? Is there a time limit on each step, or what, no. what are they? No, that's exactly the point. There is no time limit on it. it, it you go through each step. It's a, it's, a, it's a visual test. It's a verbal test. It's a memory test. It's a dexterity test, um, and all of these different tests combined, they have hurdles, one, two, three, four, five, and one of them is even, you get to one point where they say, okay, you can now actually go out in the light, out to the practice field, and move around and do some physical activity, and then they check you again, and they're like, okay, well, let's see if you cleared that hurdle, now you get to go to the next one, where now you actually get to go outside and catch a ball and run around, but we're probably going to put you in a red jersey because you still can't be hit. Yeah. I mean, this thing, this thing could take as I've seen concussion protocol guys get back within one week. I've seen it happen, and I've also seen it take over a month. Yeah, and Joe, you just don't know. No, you're right. And, and Joe, re- remember this: just because Paul mentioned it, I think Paul mentioned it before with Tua. Uh, I mean. They might have their protocols, but everybody, in light of the tour uh, situation, will be extra cautious. Everybody is extra cautious. Uh, okay, and, who 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 gives them this step? Is it somebody from the league or is that on uh, yeah, in, the league assigns an independent head doctor to every NFL city? Okay, so there's a guy here in New York. There's a guy in Philly. There's a guy in Washington. There's a guy in Seattle. There's a, an independent NFL doctor who is approved by the Players Association and the league, who is hired. He's specifically about head trauma. And he is the guy who is responsible in each NFL city for monitoring the the hurdles and the five-step program before they will allow the player to be cleared. All right. Thank you, uh, Joe. Appreciate the call as always. Let's now uh, head up to Maine, Paulie, and check in with Jeff. Hello, Jeff. You're on with Russ and Paulie today. How you doing? Great afternoon, gentlemen. Afternoon um, to you. Hi. Uh, a quick comment about uh, injuries uh, over the last couple of years, in particular, in particular with Daniel Jones. Uh, could uh, one of the reasons for so many injuries be that they're pressing because the teams have been so bad? They're pressing. What do you mean? Well, they're like like Jones. You know, he, he wants to make something happen. No, no. Uh, 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 Je- he's not playing well, so he'll go for that extra Je- yards Je- instead of sliding Je- properly. Jeff, a guy fell. A guy fell on his ankle. Yeah, Brisker, I mean, the safety he, on the sack, stepped on his ankle. Stepped on his ankle. And, and that's all there was to it. Yeah, listen. What was it a year ago? Uh, whenever it was, it was somebody steps on. Uh, well, Dallas, they stepped on Saquon's ankle. On Saquon's too. ankle. I, it happens. I, I mean, it happens. Do, do yeah, no, I meant more like the last couple of years. But, um, uh, yeah, no, I, I agree with that. And I agree with everything you guys have been saying. I'd say about the quarterbacks, I don't think they should even bring Taylor with them on the plane. 
Because isn't it bad for a concussion well, to even uh, just take a long thing? Uh, that's not Je- our decision. Je- Je- Jeff, understand one call. thing, and thank you for the call. Let the, we're not doctors. Okay, right. they're not going to do anything that they're not allowed to do, right. or that puts a, a player or a human being in jeopardy. Especially this organization, forever, forever, almost ad nauseum. It they they are careful, you know, on when it comes to being concerned. There, because do you? How about I? Let's let's go back a ways. How about Jim Burt? The Giants deemed him, if you you would remember, Paul, deemed him not physically, no, this was no good. He goes and signs with the San Francisco. How about Mark Bavaro? They refused to pass him on his physical and said, you better quit. Yeah. And he didn't. He decided he wanted to play more. He went to Cleveland and Philadelphia. This this organization is the most respected medical staff of anybody in the NFL. Without question. And and nobody is respected more than Ronnie Barnes. Mm Mm-hmm. Who just went into the ring of honor. Y- yes, he did. Yes, he did last week. So, uh, I-, I mean, really, in terms of these injuries happening, do guys always, hey, I'll tell you what, if you're not trying to get the extra yard, if you're trying to not make the extra play, then you shouldn't be in this league. It- it's called fire in the belly. That's what coaches want. You, ca- you can't play football in it. You can't play football in the National Football League without fire in the belly. And when it comes to that, Daniel Jones has plenty of fire. Quarterbacks do need to learn how to slide better, though. Well, yeah, I would say that. But he's doing a better job. He's doing a better job. little business to take care of. The Giants official official connected TV streaming app, Giants TV, brings original video content and game highlights on demand and direct to Big Blue fans. Giants TV is free on Apple TV, Roku, and Amazon Fire TV, and, of course, the Giants mobile app all right let's go back to the phones now let's go to glenn falls and check in with doug hello doug you're on with russ and paul hi hi um what's what's the update on on who's actually taking um julian love's place because when him and being in protocol he probably won't be able to play uh on on sunday well you know even though belton's a rookie he has played a lot of snaps the last two weeks and he was the one who came in to take Love's place full-time once Love had to get uh, taken out of the game the other day. So I would anticipate he's the guy. I mean, could I say a 1,000%? No, but I think logic tells you he's the guy. And then Jefferson would probably, him or Pinnock, are going to be the next man up as the third safety. We discussed this a few minutes ago. Oh, did you? Sorry about that. That's was, all right. I was an on No, that's, hey, I get it. Some people listen on the archive. They're not listening live, and then you would miss it. So that's okay. Yeah. Um, Anything else, Doug? <laughs> well, this nice linebacker they brought up, Klein, is he more of an inside linebacker or an off-the-ball linebacker? Actually, A.J. Klein has a lot of versatility. Over his experience in the league, and he's been in the, the NFL for almost a decade, uh, he's played with the Panthers and the Saints and the Bills. Uh, a kind of guy who can come off the edge and blitz some. He could do some coverage stuff. Uh, he can play inside. A very smart player. Can call signals if they need him to. Certainly, you know, knows a lot about Dable and Shane from his time in Buffalo. And they know a lot about him. And he was signed to the practice squad. So I don't even know if after only two days of practice that they'll take him to London on the plane tomorrow night. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. But uh, he is a versatile veteran. Of course, not the fastest guy in the world. 
And at this stage of his career, I'm sure he's probably even lost a half a step. But he's a smart player and, and has certainly been very successful in this league. Would he, would he be good since the Green Bay has a good running game? Would he be good, a good tackler for the Well, I, I would think that Jalen Smith, who was signed to the 53 this past week, and did a good job in containing the Bears' running game. Remember, he had seven tackles on 35 snaps. That is very good production, a very high efficiency. I would think that Jalen Smith is another guy you're going to want to see against Green Bay. All right, Doug. Thank you for the call, my friend. Appreciate it. You know, know, Paulie, you and I have never really discussed this, but to me, one of the dumb rules in in the league, as far as I'm concerned, First of all, I don't even understand some of the roster moves. If you have three guy, 53 guys on your roster, why shouldn't you dress 53 guys on Sunday? Well, that's a fairness issue. Yeah. I, I, I asked about that years ago yeah. when they started doing it, and they said it's very simple. The problem is every team is going to have injured players who are not going to be able to play on a given Sunday. Right. So to kind of even the playing field, they don't want one team having 53 guys in uniform and another team having only, let's say, 49 guys in uniform. They don't want that. They want the playing field to be even. So what they tell everybody is you're only going to get to have 46 guys dressed every week, figuring that in that seven-player cushion, everybody's going to have an equal amount of players to dress. That's the reason. You may not like it, but that's the reason. Well, uh, to me, it's it's cockeye logic because if you want everybody to be even, if your starting quarterback is out and your starting running back is out and your starting defensive end is out, I don't care what seven guys, you can have 27 guys coming up. The other rule that I really think that needs to be corrected, to me, there should be three quarterbacks dressed for every game. Because that is very it in this league and with with the way guys get injured, it is very easy for the, Paul. This is also an entertainment league, okay? But the it, it is entertainment, and when you have two quarterbacks out and you don't have anybody else left in there, I mean, to me, I I, I just really think a guy wow. like Davis Webb or whoever else is the third-string quarterback on any team should be dressed. That's they just my opinion. They had that rule for years. Yeah, I don't know why you they know, don't. The yeah. third quarterback was the guy who was strictly the emergency and could only go in the game if the first two guys were hurt. And what, so when did okay. that change? Well, then they changed. Well, when the, when the whole pandemic came in right. and they, they started saying, okay, well, what are we going to do now? We're going to give you practice squad activations every Sunday. Right. So that you can add two guys to your roster every week as practice squad activations because of whatever issues you guys are going through. It all started with COVID issues, yeah, but not I, injury issues. They've never gone back to addressing that third quarterback rule. It, it, to me, it just really needs to be addressed. And, and I, I don't I, think it's a bad idea, to be frank with you. I think you've got a really good idea. It's, I love the, the big practice squads, and I love yeah. the practice squad activations. But why not allow every team to have a emergency quarterback as a bonus player? Aside from the forty-six, a hundred percent. I I agree with you. I just, I just think that it's, and it's not just because it just happened to the Giants last week, but you, you know, hey, it's all fine, fine and dandy, with Saquon Barkley taking a snap or two. But you know what? You don't want to live that way. And I want to be frank with you. If I was watching another football game, I don't care if it was Dallas, Philadelphia, any one of our rivals. I mean, you want players to play. It's a league. You, you entertain and and. I don't know. It, it. I just don't like the whole thing, and I think it needs uh, needs to be addressed. But this is Colin Coward from the Herd with Colin Cowherd. 
Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Listen, the, the Giants are 3-1. and one. They're going across the pond. Um, you know, Paul, you and I were talking last week about games that we are concerned with uh, or not concerned with or games you think we should win. I mean, to me, first of all, the Giants, th- there's no game that I go into with this Giants team saying they should win this game. My attitude is they can win this game. They can be in this game, but they haven't earned the right yet to say they're good enough to, they should win this game. But you know what game concerns me, Paul? Not so much this week against the Green Bay Packers. It's the next week. Baltimore. I, I think, and not not just because it's Baltimore, the team, I think coming back from the trip across the pond mm-hmm. to, you know, going there to coming back, could you be a little tired? Could you be a little banged up? I just think that's all part of it. But, you know, I will say this. I don't think for one millisecond that the Giants are looking past this coming Sunday ahead to what's coming against the absolutely uh, not absolutely not. So we'll we'll see what happens uh, with that. Okay, no, I I look I, I, look. My feeling is with this team right now, they're obviously banged up. They've already got almost a dozen guys who are nicked up in one capacity or another. They're going to go over and play what I believe is going to be a rugged game. A rugged game against the Packers. This is not going to be a finesse game. This is going to be a rugged game. How many more of those injuries are going to occur? And how many more are going to be aggravated from this game? Now, the only good news is, Russ, okay, is that at least they're coming back home and they'll play Baltimore here. And they don't have to get back on the road again the following week. That's the only good news. The truth of the matter is, I have absolutely no idea the status of this roster, specifically the health status, after they come out of this physical game against Green Bay, having to face a physical Ravens team. Yeah, that's 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 nasty. Paul, uh, I forget how does the buy work. Do you have a? Does a team have a choice? Yes, the Giants decided not to take it because they thought it was too early in the season. They preferred to have the home game following the London game right. and taking the bye later. Yeah, so so then following the home game against Baltimore, they're going to Jacksonville, then they're going to Seattle, then it's the bye. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, that I don't know. Seattle's a heck of a trip, too. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I mean, you know, so you're talking about, but in fairness, there's no way of looking ahead to say you can't. When, when you could use it, when you cannot use it. I'm sure they could use a bye week this week. But, you know, if everybody... You could use it, a bye week all the time. Yeah, no. Nobody's healthy. I, it, it really is unbelievable. I, oh, I, I cannot man. remember... I, I, if I had a dime for every time I said to somebody, could you believe this with the injuries? Could you believe this with the injuries? It's just, I, I've never seen it. Well, you know... I've never seen it to this level. And, and listen, we're, we're, we're watching the game for a long time. This is being involved in it. I, I've seen guys walking wounded in, in, in the locker room uh, several times over the years. Guys getting banged and battered and bruised. Guys gimping around in, in the locker room. But I've never seen it like this. No, the whole decade has been like this. It's gone on yeah, for you're, a long time. You're right. And every year we say the same thing. How could it get worse? This is ridiculous. We've never seen it this way. And then the next year it's the same thing all over again. I, I Look, Russ... The Giants got to thank their lucky rabbit's foot that Saquon Barkley is Saquon again. That's about the only thing I can say. If there's one payoff that the football gods have given this team is that they've allowed Saquon to rehab and be himself again. Thank God for that. Otherwise, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know what this team's record would be without Saquon Barkley. Well, I mean, listen, you, you take away the best player off any team and you don't know what their record is. Not just the best be. player, but by far the most impactful player. Yeah, no. But but I'm going to tell you something else. The running ability of your quarterback has been a big factor in all three wins this se- this season. No question. All three wins. No question. So, I mean, you know, uh, when they want to talk about when they want to talk about Gettleman, you know, and, and we know some mistakes were made, but, you know, you, you pointed out to me, uh, what was it, last week when we were talking, in, I think, in the dining room. There are quite a few guys that are key components of this team that were leftovers leftovers from Gettleman, mm-hmm. in, including an acquisition uh, of Leonard, uh, Leonard Williams, who, as you and I would look at each other, everybody was crucifying, killing the the what are they and the, the, the getting this guy plus they're giving him all this money to play it and this and that you know and nobody loves him more than Shane and Dable they love the guy you know so uh, and by the way the the uh, injury thing that you were talking about a minute ago it, it does need to be pointed out again Jones got hurt on Brisker's sack. It wasn't like he was running around like crazy and got hit that way. Well, that's what I'm saying. When somebody says he's pressing, not pressing. You know, first of all. I mean, that wasn't because he didn't slide. He got hurt because he got stepped on. Our concern was, you know, Daniel needs to learn how to slide. He's doing a much better job of that. A much, much better job of that. But when the caller called up, I forget who, who it was. Are they pressing? He's not pressing. I mean, you want guys to go the extra yard. You want guys to go to the limit to make something happen. But freak things happen. Hey, nothing's more freaky than two freaking years in a row. Uh, Sterling Shepard has oh my goodness! Not only uh, season ending. This who knows if this one is career ending. I know Uh, on what on on the turf, running by himself alone in no man's land. Russ, you would have appreciated this. 
when I was down on the field following the game the other day when the Giants won, Sterling Shepard was hopping around like a bunny rabbit for his teammates, cheering them on, just giving them every bit of vocal and emotional support that they could have. He was ecstatic for that victory and comes out of the locker room after the game was over with the biggest smile on his face. And this is a guy now who has gone through devastation the last two years, and he couldn't be happier for his teammates. And then when I saw him yesterday, uh, I, how you doing, man? Are you kidding me? I'm doing great. Team's 3-1. and one. Great win last week. And I mean, think about that. This guy's gone through hell for two years in a row, and he can't be higher than a kite. Well, to me, for his teammates, that to me is what hurts so much because you lose his talent, you lose his physical ability to uh, affect the game. But what you really lose, and that was one of the big, big reasons they wanted him back. One of the big reasons Dable said it to me, uh, Shane said it to me. He's a leader. He's a real leader and a respected guy in that locker room. He's a spark, an emotional uh, uh, spark. Yeah, yeah. He's a and heart. that's why they still want him around, and he is around. He's, he's not walking away. He's a heart and soul guy. So you, you, I don't care how much he is, you still lose that when he you can't do. Suit, you suit up. Do. But it's, it is it, good it, that he's around, and I wouldn't be surprised at all if he makes the trip. I think he will make the trip to go to England. I do. I think they want him around the team as much as possible. He, he's just... He brings such a positive vibe. He's a good kid. Uh, he, he, a terrific young man. A terrific young man. I, I remember, you know, when, when um, Dable, was it Dable and Shane, both of them, with their, when their introductory press conferences were being held, he was there on that, you, you know, uh, that thing that you roll around with, with the yeah, knee. Yeah. You, you, you and I, people should see us. We're doing pantomimes now. I know. Like, uh, like a little a scooter. It's like a little the, cart. Like a cart, cart or a scooter. scooter. Yeah. And, and there he was. And, and re- remember something. He, he he wanted to be part of this team. He was also taking a big pay cut. He, he wants to be part of this team. He wants to be involved. He loves it. Uh, he's rejuvenated with the staff and you know for lack of a better term it sucks what happened it sucks for anybody to get hurt but when it happens to a guy who's aces i mean it, and he is an ace big time yep no question about it, it no it really that's i'm glad you mentioned that about uh him on a sideline last you know he's he is supporting this team in every way that he can yeah how about all through training camp and everything you know till he was getting going he'd be out there he was the loudest guy out there well and again this is part of what we talked about when Shane and Dable took over and they said they wanted to formulate uh the basis on a foundation of the kind of team they were looking for and it wasn't just about talent and skill it was about intangibles they recognized what Shepard had brought to this team in the past they wanted more of that Nick Gates is another guy. Coach Dable told us today that, you know, Nick Gates was cleared to practice. He had him at the end of the team meeting this morning before they went out to practice, break it down with the team. And he said the team responded to him and they were all fired up because they could not wait to see Nick get out there in uniform and practice again after all that he's gone through. Another guy with intangibles. Now, intangibles don't necessarily put points on the scoreboard, but intangibles do provide 
emotional, mental, and psychological lifts that can prod you in the right direction. He, he's another, here's another intangible about Nick Gates, and I've heard several guys talk about this, whether writers or broadcasters or football players. If you had to be in a fight, a fight, He's the guy. What's the one guy on the Giants He's the guy. you want getting out of the car with you? Nick Gates is the guy. He's and the guy. that's pretty much a unanimous decision. He's the guy. He, he's the guy. So uh, yeah, yeah, that's, I'm glad you were able to tell that story, Paul, because he really is a terrific guy. He's been through a lot. And you, you know what? Whether he makes it all the way back or not, and, and I'm, I'm keeping my fingers, toes, everything else crossed for him to do it, but he's the example when you feel when you oh this hurts or that hurts or you know I'm mm-hmm. down I'm bummed out uh, this is not happening for me oh woe is me look at Nick Gates and, and and not just Nick Gates and look at the Sterling Shepherds and people like that and that's what leadership and heart and soul is anyway folks that's a wrap on today hopefully it's good things ahead across the pond for your big blue your New York football giants. But right now I want to thank all you, all of you for listening to today's episode of Big Blue Kickoff Live on behalf of Paul Dottino and myself. And don't forget, uh, Big Blue Kickoff Live is part of the Giants platforms everywhere and Giants.com slash podcasts. We will see you next week. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.